Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by Manscaped, the very best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Oh my god. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code LGB at manscaped.com. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. As the world's only personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA, ID Life provides its members with high-quality ingredients backed by pure science. It's science. Check out rockinthatidlife.com and speak with Dustin about how you can reach your goals today. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Get ready. To hear some noise tonight, you're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's have a Donnybrook. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> Are we like Ogilcorp? Are we suspended? I I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish, Selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick tape? You don't need it! No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Welcome to Season 9, Episode 17 of Let's Go Blues Radio, where the oft-imitated but never duplicated the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code LGB. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. And by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Talk to Dustin at rockin.com idlife.com that's rocking that idlife.com and tell them let's go blues sent you we're broadcasting live on wednesday january 13th 2021 uh this is franchise episode number 284 all the time your hosts tonight are you truly kurt price bill day and jeff ponder and for your listening pleasure for the next little while we'll be talking st louis blues hockey and previewing the 2020-21 blues season leading up to the season opener versus the colorado avalanche at 9 30 p.m central tonight to interact with the show on social media, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of our social media info is posted at letsgoblues.com, where you can also find the past episodes of the show, browse the fan discussion forum, and visit our shop where you can get some awesome blues-themed t-shirts and stickers that help support the show. We're dual live streaming right now on YouTube and Facebook, so thank you for joining us. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. And if you're uh, listening on the podcast, we do live stream video of the show on YouTube and Facebook uh, each live show during the season. So feel free to check that out in the future. Oh, it's finally here, guys. Um, uh, but before we get into some blues hockey talk, um, the uh, a couple of announcements. We do have a new sponsor for the show. If you probably heard uh id life has joined manscaped as as a proud sponsor of the show so welcome aboard and thank you uh for your support we appreciate it and and, uh jeff and bill i think we're uh covering all the bases now when it comes to sponsors uh manscaped grooms the body and id life help helps keep the body healthy (laughs) so we're we're all about the body on this show (laughs) yep and remember folks don't go to just idlife.com go to rockin that idlife.com rockin with uh no g Yes, rockin'thatidlife.com. But, yes, it's uh, it's exciting. Hey, you know what? They're just as excited for the NHL season as us. They uh, they contacted us, contacted us a while ago, and we said, you know what? Why don't we wait until the NHL season starts to start this? And they were all for it. So, uh, welcome aboard. And, yes, guys, it is 
finally here. We survived two off seasons in 2020. How about that? God, that's painful to painful to say. I was on uh, St. Louis Public Radio uh, uh, for an interview that was there today, and we talked about. He asked about, you know, does it feel, you know, how does it feel to have hockey back right now? I said, it's been so weird. Uh, it's been so weird, and messed up for the past what year uh, almost. So uh, ten months. So I, I, I it, it, and it doesn't, it, and it doesn't even feel like winter here in St. Louis. It hasn't been cr- crazy cold. We haven't had a ton of snow, hardly any snow, um, and it's like. Yeah, I, I, it's it's almost like it's it's. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for it. I love hockey. I want it, but it doesn't seem like winter here. Everything's so messed up. I've been inside all the time. It's yeah. It's I'm just just give me a distraction. Let's get some hockey going. I'm very excited. Hockey has already started for us. We've been. Uh, I know Bill and I are watching the Maple Leafs and Canadians game. I think Kurt, you said you got the Blackhawks and Lightning on, and I watched the Penguins and Flyers earlier. Hockey's in full swing. It's a it's a real good feeling to be back. Uh, absolutely. Go Habs, go. The official beers of episode number 284, uh, you can follow each of us on the Untapped app. Uh, my uh, uh, account is at CPrice12. Jeff's is at jponder94. Bill's is billybluenote33. Um, so, uh, Jeff, uh, what is your uh, beer this evening? Uh, well, tonight, folks, I'm going with, I believe it was the same beer I had last week uh, when we had a show uh, the old arena lager from our friends at Center Ice Brewery. I thought, um, again, just a good local hockey beer is good for opening night. I got a good backup here as well, but uh, we're not going to talk about that one because that's not local. So screw them. Old arena lager, the best lager you can find in uh, in our hometown of St. Louis, I think. Well, okay, I don't want to say the best. One of the best. I uh, Yeah, I was at Center Ice the other day. Uh, Amy and I were there, and uh, yeah, I had uh, their uh, their cooler was down, <clears throat> and I, I think it still is, oh, unfortunately. Yeah, and it still is because, but there's they were serving cans and bottles and stuff. They just didn't have the the draft beer going, uh, and I had uh, I had the lager. Um, and their new uh, their new bottles are fairly new bottles with the uh, the new awesome labels, the old uh, arena drawing on the labels. It's a badass label. I so. love it. Good stuff. How you doing, Bill? What are you drinking as far as beer goes? Uh, I'm finished off the costumes and karaoke by your favorite dogfish head brewery. <laughs> um, I uh, I picked up some uh, uh, surly uh, multi pack um, that uh, it's got to chill a little bit, so that'll be for while I'm watching the Blues game later. Uh, mine uh, this evening is the uh, Four Hands Chocolate Milk Stout, so a uh, uh, St. Louis beer for a St. Louis win tonight. How's that? There you go. Chocolate milk style, four hands. One of my favorites. Uh, uh, seasonal beer, uh, very popular beer here in St. Louis as far as craft beers go. So, four hands, one of my favorite breweries, um, which I haven't been there in a while. I haven't been there since uh, early on in the pandemic when I stopped by to pick up some beer to take home. So I need to. Get I haven't home. even done that with them. That's uh, kind of surprising because I love that place too. They have some great uh, 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 seasonal things, and they have some great uh, what their uh, um, uh, varieties of the. Uh, uh, Milk stouts and stuff, mm. different flavors and stuff. It's, it's good. Um, uh, today in blues history, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, January thirteenth is today's date, two thousand twenty. So uh, nineteen ninety three, not on January thirteenth, but the Blues uh, have had one hat trick on opening night in franchise history, and that was nineteen ninety three. Brandon Shanahan versus the Florida Panthers. Of course, it's Brandon Shanahan, right? 
Um, always is. Yeah, always is. Yeah, that's a, it's a, he's a good trivia answer for hockey trivia answer for blues questions. He's been a, mm-hmm. he wasn't here for a long, long time, but uh, he did a lot of stuff when he was here. Um, January 13th, 1994, Brendan Shanahan's again, and in, in, uh, today in Blues history, scores his 200th career NHL goal. Uh, Brett Hull scored the first empty net goal of his career, I remember that game, in his 500th game in the uh, St. Louis Blues 6-4 win versus the Edmonton Oilers. Um, he the, the story behind this is, if you didn't know, he didn't he didn't shoot on empty nets. He didn't like it. Didn't didn't want to. Didn't like it. Um, and the year he scored uh, eighty six go, eighty six goals in one season, he had zero empty net goals. Do you know how many goals? Which is very impressive. Do you know? Yeah, it is very impressive because do you know how many goal, empty net goals Wayne Gretzky had when he had his ninety two goal season? Eight, I want to say. I think it's eleven. 11? I think it was double digits. Uh, something like that. And so, honestly, if you want to, I mean, who has the most goals scored on an actual goalie in an NHL season? That is Brett Hall. It reminds me of the great quote from Ally Afraidy. I can't really say that. Um, I'm not going to say it on the air, but let's just say Ally Afraidy used a very bad slur that was probably a little more accepted. Have you guys heard that story? Uh, um, I don't think so. Back in, I think, the 80s, I afraid he had a chance at an uh, empty net goal to be a hat trick goal, and he chose to pass, like, literally wide open net, nobody around, and he passed it across, somebody else scored. Reporter asked him after the game, <coughs> um, Al, uh, why didn't you shoot on that empty net? It would have been a hat trick. And he said, ha- uh, he said, empty net goals are for, let's say, bundles of sticks. <laughs> Let's just say that. And, nice. uh, yeah, it was a very bad slur at the time. It still is. Uh, but, yeah, very funny that uh, Ally Frady was, had no problem. Mr. Mister Scullet had no problem saying that phrase to a media member. <clears throat> he had uh, missing link hair. <laughs> yeah, if, he did. If you're, if, you, if, you're, if you're a wrestling fan from back in the 80s, <laughs> uh, the, the missing link. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, January 13th, 2019, Jordan Bennington was named the second the NHL's second star of the week. Bennington went 3-0 with a shutout, a .67 GAA, and a 9.74 save percentage. In his first three NHL starts, Bennington was the first Blues rookie goalie to win NHL Player of the Week award since Curtis Sanford, uh, November 20th, 2005. Man, the, I, I remember the early on with Bennington's numbers, uh, Unworldly. I mean, uh, that's. I mean, yeah, you'll see goalies post, you know, those kinds of numbers over three, four starts, whatever, and have a name player of the week. But man, as a as your first three starts in the NHL, oh god, he was picked up by every fantasy league <laughs> yeah. across the world. Yeah, when that happened, and uh, <laughs> they, they they benefited from that too because he was he was fantastic that second half of that season. Yep, as we all know. Uh, before we get into the Blues uh, uh, discussion, which will be uh, rather lengthy, let's run through a few NHL items in our rapid-fire hockey tidbits. Um, the San Jose Sharks forward Evander Kane files for bankruptcy. So I wonder if this is going to be uh, more uh, fuel for the uh, Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves feud that they got going back and forth. Or, is it, or do you think this is something that's off-limits for Reeves on the ice? Oh, no, nothing's off limits. Are you kidding me? Okay. I mean, this is like a, this is a very personal issue. Okay. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I mean, there are limits to what you can say to a player on the ice. Um, 
what's you know what's cool what's i mean you can you can uh trash talk a guy but if you go to a certain distance if you go so far then you're the douchebag right 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 <laughs> so you don't want to um, take it too far yeah i uh you know i i saw a really funny meme it going around and you might have seen it kurt it had like the the list of injuries for the san jose sharks and the first one said i don't remember who the players were but player a uh broken tibia uh, player B, broken finger, and then it had a Vander Kane, broke as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, okay, so he is, he filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy in California after amassing his $27 million in debt, which is nuts. Um, considering, uh, Cat Friendly, according to Cat Friendly, he, uh, he's 29 years old and has earned $53 million in team pay through his 11-year career. So he spent... So you take his earnings, total earnings, and what he's in debt. So he, I guess he's spent around $80 million, if my math is right, in 11 years. Um, and uh, he's scheduled to make $35 million more over the length of his contract. So if he doesn't spend too much more, he can pay off his debts over the last little while. But, uh, man, how, how do you Bill's – a, Bill's a you know money guy, right, a financial guy. He, can, he's, uh, he makes so much money <laughs> – <laughs> if he if he took half of his salary each year, you tell me if this is something that is is logistical, Bill. If he take half of his salary each year and add it to an say an IRA, okay, uh, he'd have earned an absurd amount of money over the last five years, um, just just in letting it sit there, right? Because he, I mean, you, you've got millions in an IRA, you're gonna make millions over ten years or whatever. You're gonna so, I mean, what's the return on that? Like ten percent or so per year, something like that. Um, so you got to be wildly reckless and irresponsible eh. with your money, right? You, you do have to be wildly reckless and irresponsible. Um, you couldn't put half of it in an IRA. Um, and with his income, he actually wouldn't be eligible for uh, getting any kind of deduction in an IRA. So you just want to put it into the market, let alone whether it's tax protector or what. You, you want to get it invested. Um, but you know, I, I think he may, you know, he may have just gotten swept up into the lifestyle. Um, you know, what the most infamous picture of him is the money phone shot from the rooftop of the hotel in Vegas. Um, you know, I, I think, I, I think it's just a matter, you know, that, that, um, you know, he may have uh, may have just made some some really really poor choices. Apparently, he uh, had like a million and a half. He has a million and a half. Uh, one, okay, one and a half million of his debt is gambling. Apparently, so there's that. That's all. That's but that's yeah, what I heard. I don't know. So no wonder he wants to uh, to do that boxing match, make a little extra money on the side. Right. With, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman says the uh, the league losses will eclipse one billion dollars this season. So, uh, with few if any fans in attendance in most buildings, and with fans accounting for about half of the league's revenue, losses will be in excess of one billion. So, uh, I guess you know for for whatever reason you know Bettman is giving publicly for the NHL playing games uh fans should be very happy that the league is returning uh with them standing to lose one billion because they could easily say no we don't want to we don't want to play at all uh but you know they'd lose far less right. this season by not playing at all um but 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 they're they're playing uh, because they stand to lose less in the long run because if they don't play the season that hurts the future seasons more so i think that they're they're wagering that uh 
that they'll make more money down the road and make this up uh, two or three years from now. So I, that's my thinking yeah. of what this makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any way that they could try to take the season off. I, I just I, I think that he's he's talking about an option that never really was on the table. And if it was, you know, it was probably just Jeremy Jacobs pushing the idea that he didn't want to lose any money. Um, I, I, I honestly think that no professional sports league could afford to sit a season off, um, you know, just because their fans aren't in the building. I mean, the NHL is doing some innovative things to, to get fans or to get uh, revenue, like with, you know, the ads on the helmets, the, the stickers on the helmets and, you know, the, the divisions we talked about last week, um, I, I just I, I think it's it's a little bit uh, you know Batman saying uh, you know don't say I never did nothing nice for you right <laughs> as many negatives in a sentence as you can but don't say I never did nothing <laughs> that's three negatives so it must be a positive uh, yeah I guess is that how that works out yeah, I was uh, I actually did well in math in school so I should know that it's funny how math and uh, English kind of uh, overlap there. Doesn't make sense, but it does. Where Where were you at when um when I needed help in math? Where was I? Because I was not a math kid. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You were you were you were probably already buying a house and oh, yeah. graduating yeah. college. I had and... kids already. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You're you're a young starting a blues podcast. <laughs> right. You're a youngin. Uh. Well, you were about twelve years old when we started the show. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm I'm nineteen now. So yep. <laughs> right. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense either. <laughs> No, it uh, does. One our ninth season. Okay. Anyway, again, he was Batman twelve years good. old and could still grow that same <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, I was uh, I was uh, the Beast in Beauty and the Beast in in uh, I guess that was junior year because I was the only one that could grow facial hair. Oh, right. That and that and my amazing singing voice. Uh, Mike Milbury will not return to NBCSN uh, after making disparaging uh, remarks towards women during the. Uh, bubble playoffs last season. If you remember, he uh, they were talking about uh, bubble life for the players, and uh, Milbury said something along the lines of, uh, "Well, and there's no women there to distract the men." So, uh, which we talked about this uh, for a while when it happened, and uh, I, I think I'm still of the same opinion uh, that, and, and you guys were all over him, and I know that uh, many people can't stand him, um, but uh, I, I was of the opinion that. Uh, it was just a very tasteless joke. Um, I, obviously, I, I I don't think he actually. Well, maybe he did. Maybe he did. <laughs> maybe he's just a dick, and he actually meant it. Uh, I thought he was just trying to be funny, and it was tasteless and inappropriate, and he shouldn't have said it. Um, but I, I don't. It's one of those things where he just wasn't thinking before he said it, and it got him into trouble. So, which he's done a number of yep. times over his career. And I was with you on that, honestly. I um I think it was just a joke, and so for me, it's like. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, when it, when I heard it, I thought, oh, this is, yep, I can see why it's a problem. Oh, sure. But I wasn't, but I wasn't like, oh, what a insensitive prick. For me, it was, and I believe I said this at the time, it was just the the straw that broke the camel's back. It was just he's been under fire so much that 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 was the final thing that said, okay, man, we just dealt with Jeremy Roenick pulling shit like this. We can't deal with this anymore. The fan base is pissed. We're just going to drop you. And uh, I think that's what happened. I know Bill's no uh, Milbury fan because I know you were pretty excited when you heard he was not returning to uh, NBCSN, Bill. 
Yeah, yeah. I was actually gonna ask you to get the uh, the Monty Python, and there was much rejoicing mm. sound bit for uh, when we talked <laughs> about this because because that's how I feel. There maybe, was maybe, much rejoicing. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll play it uh, in the podcast after the fact. Wait. And there was much rejoicing. Okay, there it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So I want to get to a couple comments here in the chat. Patrick Day says, hey, guys, what's up, Patrick? You seem like you've become a, a regular here on the live show, so good to have you. Austin Lynch, yo, what's up, fellas? Uh, sitting at home wearing my Blues Tory Krug jersey. Woo! Excited to see him play tonight, Austin. We'll be excited to see that. Let's get the pregame started. Uh, Jimmy says, time to drink, fellas. Billy Rakowski says, Bill, or Bob Rakowski, sorry about that. He says, of all the Milberryisms, I think that was one of the least offensive. And I agree 100% with that. Yeah, I agree too. Uh, he said far worse, but I think uh, uh, it was just bad timing uh, as far as like uh, uh, the social movements that are going on uh, for him with that. It's, just, it's a no no. You can't say that kind of thing. Um, it is what it is. So um, he should have known better. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and uh, Patrick Patrick Day just said got rid of Milberry, but added Babcock? Question mark. Well, I I think the thing the difference is that Babcock will get fired for you know gay bashing uh. or you know call referring to the players as homophobic slurs um, rather than you know misogynistic slurs that that Milberry had. But or, are you saying? Have a, are you saying gay bashing or Gabe bashing? Like, would he bash Landis Cog? Is that what you're trying to say? He he probably no. would, but no funny. it would be no. gay bashing and Gabe bashing. It's interesting. I mean, after, okay, so after a while, we'll have to see who's the bigger douche, uh, Babcock or Milbury. Because uh, I'd imagine, uh, to me, uh, I, I I can't stand Bab. Bab. I've always hated Babcock. Always hated the man with a passion, um, and even more so after all this stuff came out with him and, and how he treated players and what kind of guy he is. Uh, so I I I think I'd rather have Milbury uh, commenting on on games than uh, Babcock. We'll see how it goes. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's see how he does. Yeah. All right. Okay. Maybe that's that's fair. I guess fine. Uh, the Dallas Stars coronavirus update. There is no real update. They still don't know how it started. Uh, Dallas will not begin its season until January 19th at the earliest. Kind of sucks for Stars fans and uh, Stars players and, and people who actually, I guess, have the virus. I guess them too. Um, six players and two uh, coaches or training staff, whoever it was, got, uh, uh, came down with the virus, so they shut everything down. Uh, the, uh, and, and I would assume you're going to see that with some other teams this season at some point. Maybe, hopefully, not as bad, but... Uh, We'll see how it goes. The uh, San Jose Sharks uh, will likely play some home games in Arizona this season. The Santa Clara County officials have banned contact sports due to the regional stay-at-home order with ICU bed availability there uh, Monday falling to a record low 0.7%. That number would have to rise above 15% for the regional stay-at-home order to be lifted. Uh, Professional or collegiate contact sports in Santa Clara County are not allowed while the shelter order is in place. So until that ban is lifted, the Sharks will lift with the Sharks will be playing their home games in Arizona. Uh, their first home game is slated for February first, so they got a little bit of time uh, to maybe get those numbers up so they can play uh, in uh, at home in San Jose. But that's looking pretty, you know, not like it's going to happen. The Blues are scheduled to play an away game versus San Jose on February twenty sixth. Uh, so hopefully by then the order will have long been lifted. So we shall see. I know the folks at Teal Town um, they were they were supposed to meet today or yesterday. Uh, the not 
Teal Town folks, but the uh, uh, Sharks and the NHL were supposed to meet with Santa Clara County officials uh, about the status of the situation, and uh, I couldn't find any news on it uh, about what the outcome of that meeting was. Um, I asked Teal Town, and they hadn't heard either, so I assume no news is, is, is bad news because if there were good news with it, they would have said, but... Well, I, I think that the big miss here by uh, the Sharks is is they should have done what you just said. They should have sent in the Teal Town folks to battle for them. <laughs> that would have been way more interesting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I and they could have they could have done it live over the internet. That'd been great. That'd have been show. fantastic. Yeah, live on YouTube. Yep. Uh, the Bruins will retire Willie O'Ree's number twenty two um, this season on uh, what's the date? Uh, no, the ceremony is on February eighteenth, so pretty soon. Uh, oh, so about a month uh, before a game versus the New Jersey Devils, his number will be retired. He's eighty five years old now and debuted for the Bruins sixty three years ago, January eighteenth, nineteen fifty eight versus Montreal. He was inducted in the, into the Hockey Hall of Fame under the Builder category in two thousand eighteen, and I don't know that was viewed as long overdue. No kidding. Uh, he's the first first uh, black player in the NHL. So, I mean, you would have thought that would have come along sooner. Uh, NHL uh, uh, Hall of Fame consider uh, acknowledgement uh, and uh, number retirement. Granted, he didn't play a long time. Played he played short. I mean, forty five games with a stat line ten before this. Played pro hockey for twenty one seasons, including thirteen in the WHL. So that's that's uh, that's uh, commendable. Uh, before retiring in seventy nine. So. I mean, he wasn't a he wasn't a great NHL player, but he was the first black player in the NHL. That's a that's a milestone, and uh, you would think that the league would recognize that a little sooner, as far as like Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame and uh, and retired numbers go. No, what do you think? There was a there was somebody that um, commented, I think, on the Facebook uh, post by the Bruins that said um, that you know why is this guy getting his number retired? And and I yeah, probably a troll, but. People responded, you know, hey, man, come on, first black player. And he's like, well, the first black black player in, in MLB was Jackie Robinson, and that guy actually, like, made a difference in the game because he was elite. This guy was not elite, so why are they retiring his number? And you're missing the boat here, man. Like, anybody who doesn't understand this, this was a this was a big moment in terms of not just a great black player coming into the league. The fact that a black player came into the league, it, it, was, it had never done before. I mean, it's... It, it, I, there's no comparable. Like I, I was trying to explain this to somebody else and said, well, if there was the first openly gay player, which would be a huge deal, but I don't think that's as big of a deal as, as a first black player. That's huge, especially in yeah. those days. So I'm, I'm all for this. I think this is the right move. And like you said, Kurt should have been it's done earlier. 50, it was 60, somebody 85 years ago or no, sorry. That's a, uh, I got the date. Was it uh, sixty-three years ago? He debuted. <laughs> He's yeah. eighty-five years old, so he couldn't yeah. have debuted. It. Yeah, couldn't have Unless debuted. He was a really good a, baby, you know, <laughs> newborn. Right. Sixty-three years ago, he debuted, and he's just <laughs> yeah. getting uh, acknowledgement now with the Bruins. I, I, okay, I, I assume he was honored at some uh, somehow in the arena uh, for being the first black player. I mean, that had to. Oh, be. I've. I've seen I've seen ceremonies with him involved, so I'm sure he has. But yeah, getting his number retired, right. I'm all for it. Right, he's been an ambassador for the league. You know, he, he the league by and large has acknowledged you know him as the one that broke the color barrier. Um, and out of all the professional sports in North America, hockey is by far viewed as the most snow white league. So. Still is. Um, you know, in terms of, a, you know, yeah, it, it, it is, um, it's getting better. Um, but 
you know, I, I think all, you know, it's, it, it's as good a reason as any to retire a number, you know, in the NHL, you know, in professional sports, it, you know, a lot of people get their numbers retired that, you know, just for having, you know, played for a team for a long time, um, you know, and there's a lot of debate about, you know, when, when and who should have things retired for an organization like Boston, that's, you know, been around forever. Um, I think, I think it, it shows a lot about how much he means, uh, you know, to, to Boston and to the NHL for them to do this. Yeah. I think that, um, it's only a matter of time, right? I mean, we've, we've seen the first black player, uh, uh come in the league 63 years ago, but I think the the real question is when's the first openly shaving player to uh, to shave his balls will be coming <laughs> wow. into the NHL. That's the real question. I'm telling you, you better be prepared because when I yank it out, everybody in that audience, with the exception of my wife, is going to be running for the exits. Not only is Manscaped the hands-down industry leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, but they have some big news. Manscaped has just released their new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good all over and at all times. Who knew smelling this good could feel this good too? Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code LGB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code LGB. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. That was a pretty good lead in, Jeff. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you haven't checked out manscaped.com yet, please do. Uh, they're a fantastic sponsor of the show. Great guys over there. Uh, fantastic products. Let's go blues.com. Uh, there's uh, links uh, for uh, Manscaped on there. But go to manscaped.com. Uh, promo code LGB gets you 20% off and free shipping on your order. Um, they've got, they just released a, uh, new, uh, uh, product, which is the uh, Manscaped uh, cologne. You got, you got that bottle in front of you there, Bill. You can hold that up for the, for the folks on the YouTube and the Facebook, uh, get a little closer to the camera so they can see it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Manscaped refined. Yeah. So it makes you smell like an old, old wooden ship <laughs> to, uh, to quote Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but it's got, it does have that, that kind of oaky, oaky, uh, musky, uh, uh, scent to it. It it does have that that oaky woodsy scent, but there's definitely some star anise. It's some black licorice in there, um, which I didn't think I'd be a fan of. Yeah, but it's grown on me. I I enjoy it. Yeah, my my wife uh, smelled it um, when we first got it. I I did not have my smell back at all, so I couldn't smell any of it. <laughs> you and put a lot a, on it. She, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I told these guys that I actually I took my wrist and I just kept spraying it because i was like i gotta be able to smell this so i can promote it and i couldn't smell it i can now uh because they sent it to us a while ago but um yeah i had my wife smell it and first she was taken back she's like whoa you put a lot on but she did say uh she goes that is a very woodsy smell to it which she likes so uh it's very it's very much a good smell uh for for women who maybe are a little more outdoorsy um so yeah definitely uh definitely a great 
great product for anybody who hasn't tried it. And and depending on how much cologne people wear, uh, you know, it, it's I'm I'm the kind of guy with this type of cologne. I'm kind of like the spray it in the air and walk through it kind of guy. Uh, that's that's where I'm going with with this. I think uh, when I first put it on, I I put uh, a little too much on, and it's pretty strong. So it'll last. I mean, it's not you don't have to put a lot on. So it, it's gonna it's going to. Uh, 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 It'll last you a while. I'll say that with the bottle, so you don't have to like. So some some colognes, you got to put a lot of it on, and, and it wears off pretty quick. Uh, but this stuff, uh, this stuff's good. Uh, it it it, uh, uh, it does have that that manly, musky, uh, woodsy smell, like you said, Bill, uh, with a hint of licorice, which is nice. <laughs> Patrick Day adds smell of leather-bound books and rich mahogany. Yes, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I, you know, it, it's one of those things. You know, if you if you spray it multiple times you're definitely gonna have that you know it, it may be repellent like the axe body spray uh <laughs> overdosers um so take it easy on it it'll last you a while and it's it is it's pleasant pleasant when it's you know in moderation don't overdo this one yeah Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, no, I like That's it. That's most cologne, though. That it, is most cologne. Oh, yeah, and that, it goes without saying. I think, but but I think some colognes are uh, are uh, uh, you need to use more or less. And this is definitely the one you have, to, which I appreciate. You have to use less because again, the bottle lasts a whole lot longer. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, and it's uh, and also there are other products as well. The shaver, the the lawnmower three point um, and all their other products, which uh, are uh, what their company is fa- uh, founded on. So uh, you can uh, look good, smell good, and feel good with Manscaped. Uh, Mike Hoffman makes it official. So we got some blues talk now, specifically blues talk. Uh, Mike Hoffman makes it official. One year, $4 million. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford was spot on with his reporting last week when he said he was expecting to si- uh, him to sign for between three point five and $4.5 million. Uh, he got that right in the middle. So uh, over the past six— Yeah, well— well, I just want to add that um, that's we wouldn't have anybody be a friend of the show. Somebody like Jeremy, we know they're going to get spot on, so they're a friend of the show. Thank you, Jeremy. Continue, Kurt. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> uh, over the past six seasons, Hoffman is uh, tied for 16th in, in, in goals in the NHL uh, with 169 and tied for 8th in power play goals with 59 among all NHL players. So Hoffman will open the season online with Jaden Schwartz and Robert Thomas tonight at 930 Central and uh, has a spot on the first power play unit as well. So uh, welcome uh, on board officially, Mike Hoffman. Uh, uh, And uh, you guys, um, is this what you guys expected? I mean, uh, for the salary, I mean, I I assume you're happy with the salary because $4 million is is a steal for Hoffman for one year. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I feel like with, with, yeah, and with the... um, just again, you know, the flat cap. Uh, we talked about it already before with with Steen going on long term injury reserve, which we'll touch on in a second more. Uh, and then Tarasenko joining again. We'll touch on that in a minute. But um, four million for a player of his caliber. What was he making last year? I feel like I should have I should have pulled this up. Was it six um, six something six and a half? I want to say six point four, but I could be wrong. Um, I'll look it up as I'm talking. But um, yeah, I I feel like. I just I tried pulling up. I'm a fool. I just tried pulling up Cap Geek. Uh, he made uh, he made uh, five point one eight seven last year. So was, I mean, and and he took a pay cut after having a great year in Florida. Um, basically, yep. 
in a way, getting them to the playoffs, helping get to the playoffs. But he's a heck of a player. And and seeing him, and again, I said last week, I think Robert Thomas is going to be a breakout oh. player this year for the Blues. I'm very excited to see those two together. Uh, this was a steal for the Blues. And, and Kurt, I think you said it uh, last week. Uh, maybe it was you, Bill. I don't remember. But um, the Blues gave up nothing to get him. Nothing. This wasn't a trade. This wasn't a, you know, this wasn't an RFA signing. This was a, just a free agent, brought him in for training camp, signed him to a deal, great deal, and just unbelievable the Blues were able to get him for nothing. You're spot on. You know, bringing him in for nothing, a low-risk deal to the player and to the organization. You know, we've talked about, you know, his, uh, you know, off-ice distractions in Ottawa, and, you know, now he's a couple organizations away from that. If he has a, a season here where, you know, he plays with Robert Thomas and puts up, um, as I have boldly predicted, um, you know, 40 goals in a short season, he's going to get paid off. If he puts up 25, 30 goals this season, he is going to turn this $4 million payday into seven plus over a couple of years. Um, somebody's somebody's going to do it, you know, when the revenues are back uh, after the pandemic. Yeah, his uh, his career high. He had a career high in goals last season with Florida. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, his first season in Florida, he had a career high in goals, 36. It was an 18-19 season, 36 goals in Florida. Had 29 last season in the uh, shortened season. So he was uh, kind of he was on pace to uh, do about 36 again. So he's uh, he seems to be at his uh, in his prime. So we got a we got a, a the top free agent, one of the top free agents in his prime. For four million, granted, Bob Rakowski does say in the YouTube chat, uh, "pay cut for a shorter season." Though that is true, only fifty-six games. That's a good point. However, I think as far as fans go, it's a season, so you're you're trying to win a cup. So uh, fifty-six games or eighty-two games or whatever you play, it's uh, it's a season for fans. So so there's that. Uh, sure, ownership is paying more for less games, I guess, if you average it out. But um, still, I don't think fans care as much about the salary. It's, it's a season to them. Bill, I, I send you my condolences. Yeah, I uh, I actually on the, had to on the game. Yeah, I had to turn it off. Uh, streaming issues with uh, just net network bandwidth tonight uh, is a problem in my ah. house. But uh, so it wasn't wasn't as painful as if well, I would have. Well, if it helps, it was a beautiful. It was a beautiful goal by Morgan Riley. So it was a it was a good goal to beat him. Yeah, but it was Morgan Riley. Tampa Bay is one of four nothing against Chicago, which is not surprising. Not surprising, <laughs> not at all. in the least. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, in... Subban looked pretty bad on the uh, third goal. Yeah, Subban as your starter—that's you know he's a good goalie, but you know Chicago's going to have a very very hard season this year. Um, but uh, to to cap off the uh, the Mike Hoffman talk, um, opened last season with a uh, Hattie. Uh, I I believe it was against Tampa. So uh, he had four points in his first two games, I think, in Florida. Right. Yep. Back to back with Tampa. So that's if he can put up against the league's best. Looking yeah, forward to what he can do tonight. Absolutely. Uh, all nine Blues players that they put through waivers uh, the other day uh, cleared. Uh, Sam, who the internet likes to call anus. 
uh, Jacob <laughs> Jacob De La Rose, uh, Mackenzie McEachern, uh, Curtis McKenzie, Nathan Walker, Mitch Renke, Steve Santini, uh, Jake Wallman, and, and John Gillies. So they all cleared. Um, there were a number of people on uh, on uh, social media that uh, were thinking, "Oh my God, you know, some someone's going to claim De La Rose, someone's going to claim McEachern," and I'm like, "No, I doubt it. I with, just, I mean, come on." With everybody that was on waivers, no way. I mean, the players that right, the players that got picked off waivers. I mean, Louis Erickson, and you get you can't tell me that Vancouver wasn't happy to have his contract off the books. Um, but you know, <laughs> the, the the few waiver moves, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't going to be one of these guys. No. Uh, and somebody, I mean, somebody was, well, you know, um, uh, McEachern, I think it was McEachern, uh, or which one makes 700K? Let me see here. Uh, McEachern, who makes 700K? McEachern makes 900, I think. So it's De La Rose makes 700K. Um, so somebody was like, well, De La Rose would be, a, would be a nice option at center who who can play, you know, fourth line center for $700,000. And I'm like, well, okay. I mean, sure. He is a, I, but, um, you have to understand that that players the team is coming out of camp. They have their own seven hundred thousand fourth line centers that they just got done evaluating in camp, and so they'll have to like like De La Rose more than their current guys. And if they take De La Rose, they can't put him on the taxi squad. They have to put him directly on their twenty three man roster. So someone on their roster would have to be waived, uh, go through waivers to go to the taxi squad or whatever. And someone's have to leave the you know go through waivers. So they got to expose someone that they have. Um, there's a lot has to happen for somebody to be taken off of waivers. And I don't, I, I just didn't see any of those guys on the list. They're, uh, worthy of, uh, uh, any team taking that risk over guys they already had, uh, penciled in, in the lineup. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, uh, you look at just the players that were taken. I mean, there was what four players and all of the NHL taken on waivers. I mean, again, it just goes to show that these teams are very cap conscious and and money conscious and they don't want to be picking up guys that they aren't sure are going to be able to make their NHL roster so yeah I wasn't I honestly wasn't worried about any of these guys um Nathan Walker would have been interesting uh just because he's he's been playing really well in the AHL um you know maybe a Jake Wallman uh, we talked about him last week Mackenzie McCuckern's had a pretty solid NHL career but at the end of the day, again, I looked around the NHL, who else was on waivers, and I said, there are bigger names out there than what the Blues are offering. So I, I think that this was, a, you know, this was exactly what I expected, that yeah. all these guys would clear. Sure. Yeah, I I was I was just going to say, I was a little bit worried that Wallman might get taken by the Bruins, um, go back, you know, to the Northeast where he's from, uh, especially with the Bruins, uh, you know, with a uh, – really a Darth of defensemen this year with, you know, Char leaving and, you know, their, their, uh, you know, who's it? Charlie McAvoy is their most seasoned defender now. So, um, wouldn't have surprised me, uh, but glad, glad he's still in the organization. Um, and, and can we agree on one thing? If Mackenzie McEachern and Curtis McKenzie make it into a lineup on the same line, we call it the strange brew line. <laughs> I like it, <laughs> and I'm and down. we'll have to have Elsinore uh, for that show if that happens. A two show. four of Elsinore, a two four Elsinore, right? Sure, with the mouse in the bottle. 
Alexander Steen was placed on the uh, LTIR on Tuesday, which erases his $5.75 million cap hit. Uh, that was all that was expected. Um, and the Blues placed Tarasenko on LTIR today, which also was expected. So the Blues do have some cap flexibility right now um, until Tarasenko returns. So uh, they do have something to play with, which and he expected to return probably February sometime, late February maybe, March, early March. Uh, depends on when he, well, on what they uh, deduce when he gets reevaluated. And it needs to be said, too, that I think if people people were uh, – it's funny because uh, it was the, <laughs> the Blues plays Tarasenko on LTIR today, and it was announced on Twitter and, and whatnot. And uh, some people, some passive fans, I guess, who don't really follow the team that closely but do enjoy hockey and, and, and like to get excited about the season, um, which there are a number of those people out there, um, they were like, oh, my God, Tarasenko's made of glass. <laughs> Like he just got yeah, hurt. I know. Like he just got hurt, and like he all of a sudden is put on LTIR again. I'm like, no, no. This is he's <laughs> he had surgery back in September, and he's recovering from that surgery, and this was expected. So it's just a cap. Uh, cap well, move. and in the same in the same realm of that, uh, there's people that I, I and followers that I know that that follow the team very closely, uh, and were pissed because originally um, on the taxi squad was Jordan Cairo. And they did that knowing, first of all, he didn't have to go through waivers. Um, and they would be able to put him back in the lineup once they put Tarasenko on LTIR. So when they announced the taxi squad and they saw Kairu on it, this there was a couple people I saw. Again, people I know who follow the team pretty closely. What does this guy have to do to make the team? <laughs> and I'm like... Ugh, it's it. They have to do it. He cleared waiver. Like he, they're gonna put him through because he doesn't have to go through waivers. So it makes sense. And they gotta wait until one of the guys comes off the roster. So I don't know. It's just like pay attention a little bit to what the insiders are telling you because I know Rutherford and Korak and 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 Strickland. All these guys have been posting about how this is what they're going to do. Like no matter what, this is what they're going to do. So, you know, for people to get upset right away, it's like, just do a little research before you get pissed off. Um, the uh, lineup changes uh, from last season to this. Uh, we're subtracting Petrangelo, Steen, Bomeister, and Jake Allen. And we've added Mike Hoffman, Tori Krug, uh, Ville Husso, Kyle Clifford, and Jordan Cairo. Uh, I, I say Cairo, but he got some time last year, but uh, he should get a real shot this year. <clears throat> so, you know, let, let's compare this year's team to last year's team that won the Central Division. Um, uh, you know, initially, the, the loss of Petrangelo is, is, seems huge, but the Blues replaced uh, him with uh, talent and with other guys moving up in the ranks uh, on the roster and giving other guys shots. Is this team, is this roster this year better than last year's? Um, real quick, before we answer that, Bill, um, and Bill, I want you to go first. You know, yeah, you put Bo Meester in the subtractions, who officially did retire, uh, by the way, for those who may not have seen that. I said, I said, um, did, let's add in I the. Say I said Bo Meester. No, 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 you did. Yeah, but I'm just saying, let's add in to the additions, if you're going to put Bo Meester in there, a full season of Marco Scandella. Yeah. Who very much impressed right. last year. Yeah. Right. So I think I think that's another thing you could add in the additions if we're going to put Bomeister in subtractions because I think that at the very least I think that um, that levels out those that the the loss of Bomeister. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, sure. 
Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, you know, I, 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 I think Kurt's, you know, Kurt's analysis is is spot on here. You know, in, in terms of replacing Petrangelo with, you know, uh, other people coming up. You know, obviously Krug is is the key, um, and it gives them more, gives the lineup more balance with having that, you know, left-handed puck-moving power play quarterback defenseman that the Blues just haven't had. Um, you know, the last left-handed power play quarterback the Blues really had for any stretch of time was Alexander Steen, and he's not a defenseman. Um, so, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Krug on the power play. Um, you know, I think that Falk is not going to be um, just, you know, in fighting to, you know, not be a third-line guy. Um, I think, you know, there's going to be more pressure on him, and I, I think he'll rise to the occasion. Um, he's not going to be expected to be the number one defenseman, you know, on, on you know on the right side. That's going to be Pareko. But certainly it, it's not that, you know, logjam that we had last year um, where you had three guys who could legitimately be a number one defenseman in the NHL, um, you know, fighting for time. Uh, I, I think that's going to be better for Falk. Uh, I expect him to have a good season. And I do think that's, you know, that, uh, you know, Scandella really was, you know, I was super impressed after he came over. It, it was almost like the team didn't lose a beat, you know, Pareko until we got to the bubble, you know, it, it, and, the, you know, Falk stood out as one of the better players in the bubble. Uh, Pareko and Dunn didn't look great. Um, Scandella, you know, wasn't playing so much with, with, uh, uh, Pareko, um, and didn't look as good, but, you know, I, I think that's a great point too by Jeff that you know we have another year or a full year of Scandella, um, and he can be a very calming influence. Uh, allow his partner to be a puck mover. You concur with that, Jeff? <laughs> uh, doctor, do you concur? Um, I yeah, concur. I uh, no, I'm, I concur 100. Um, percent I think that um, you know losing. You look at at, at Petrangelo being lost. That was. Such a bummer when it happened. And, and I remember, again, we talked about this uh, whenever, God, I even remember when uh, free agent day was. But when that happened and Petrangelo was let go and, and the Blues signed Krug, I remember the first thing I tweeted was, not happy about this. And it's like, over time, I realized this is a good move for the Blues. A, a left-handed defenseman that can play the same pairing with Colton Pareko was the top pairing. I mean, you want to talk about a replacement for Bo Meester, that top pairing of, of Pareko and Krug is ridiculous. That's got to be one of the best in the league, at least heading into the season. Um, adding in Hoffman, Clifford, who I know a lot of people when they saw that signing were upset about it, didn't like it. But let's face it, he's a guy you love to hate. He's a, he's a guy that... If he's not on your team, you hate him. And um, I think as a fourth-line guy that you could replace... If need be, if you don't need a toughness, if you don't need the the grit, you can take him out for that game. I think he's a great player to have in the lineup. And, you know, uh, we didn't talk much about the, the last scrimmage the Blues had, um, but Billy Huso looked fantastic. I don't know if you guys watched that. I thought he looked great. And, and again, it's one game. It's a small sample size. But Billy Huso is a guy who I think is determined to keep his NHL spot. And um, I think... Nothing against uh, Jake Allen. Obviously, he was fantastic last year. But seeing a guy who is just absolutely determined to uh, uh, 
to 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 go in as the uh, as the backup goalie and and maybe even have a shot split start if he plays well enough. That's gonna uh, really get him going. But um, you got to think he is uh, he is enthused. He's ready to go. And um, you got to hope that maybe he's taking some ID life on the side to, uh, to 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 keep him motivated and keep him uh, energetic. You're batting a thousand. <laughs> Are you living your best life? Although I can't say I'm definitely living mine as well as I could. I was put on the right path by ID Life, the world's only personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA. ID Life understands that no two people are the same. That's why ID Life uses original products that help you reach your goals, whether it be for weight loss, skin care, energy, or anything else. All products are non-GMO, gluten, and soy-free, and don't include artificial sweeteners. And through January, try the Burn Box, which will save you some money this month on various products. Becoming a VIP member and ordering a Burn Box provides you with an additional 20% off as well, and this price will be locked in through 2021 if you sign up now. VIPs save 15-20% to off every order and include many other benefits. Check out rockinthatidlife.com and speak with my friend Dustin about how ID Life can guide you through your life advancement journey. That's rockinthatidlife.com and tell them Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. Yeah, so again, new sponsor on the show, uh, ID Life, rockinthatidlife.com. Uh, that's uh, an ID is obviously spelled idlife.com. Uh, just uh, a, an unbelievable product. Uh, again, we, we've talked on this show when Manscaped come on, came on and, and we've had sponsors in the past. We only want sponsors on that we truly believe in. We don't want to just push something to our listeners that we, we don't do ourselves, that we don't believe is an actual good product. We've had opportunities in the past to bring on sponsors that um, we just flat out declined because we just felt it didn't meet our our, uh, our standards. And um, rockinthatidlife.com, which it's important to use that URL because the the man who uh, who's behind this, a friend of the show, Dustin Paul, guy that we've all played hockey with, um, he's uh, he's behind it and he's done an unbelievable job with, with moving his product. Um, some of the stuff that we've had there, and again, you heard the commercial just now. Um, it 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 goes by off what your body needs, and it's not just. Hey, this this item is going to give you energy. Take this. Hey, this item is going to give you. It's going to hydrate you. Take this. You know that that's what so many of these companies do, and uh, this is the first one that I've really seen that truly does listen to what your body needs. And so uh, I want to talk about something I'm drinking right now. And, and guys, I, I I remember back to the days of the first uh, Wayne's World movie when. Uh, they're talking about their sponsors, and you know he's opening up the Pizza Hut box and uh, I don't know, drinking the Pepsi. I don't know if you guys remember that. That's what I'm doing here. I'm uh, I'm drinking my ID Life right now, and uh, it is it is great stuff. It really truly does give me energy. Um, it's this is the one I'm drinking now. It's the energy that they provide. Um, it's the fruit bunt fruit punch flavor, which is great. And uh, I took it this morning. I'm taking it now. Uh, it is a kick in the ass, and it's it's not one of those like you know back in the day I used to drink energy drinks. It's not like that. You're not getting this fake kind of energy that disappears in 30 minutes. This is something that keeps you going for a few hours, and um, it's the one product that I definitely use from 
uh, rockinthatidlife.com that that I definitely would would recommend if you're wanting a, a pick me up at all, whether it's during the day in the middle of afternoon or whatever. Um, it's it's an excellent product and and it's really done its job. It's uh, it's natural, so it's not like you're putting a bunch of just bad shit into your body. Uh, it gives you that pick you up whether you're in the office or you're out on the road, whatever you do for a living, and it's. Um, it's great for working out too. So again, rockinthatidlife.com. Uh Dustin is the man you will be talking to. And uh make sure you uh, uh let them let them know that Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And it tastes good. The uh I've got the yeah. uh uh you had the energy and I've got the uh, hydration, the hydrate. And it it's delicious. It really is good. So that's the thing. The two things that people care about, you know, uh does it work and how's it taste? So you know, it works, and it's it's both, yeah. yeah. And and compare the hydration to like a, a Gatorade. So if you're working out and you want something that'll that'll replenish you, give you back your electrolytes, hydrate is uh, is what they call it, and it's it's works way better than uh, and it tastes great, tastes better than Gatorade in my opinion. I was expecting it to not taste good because you know a lot of the stuff does not taste good. But I my first step was oh oh this is good, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh, yeah, and with a. Uh... I was just going to say, with a late yep. night hockey game, I may be trying to sleep one tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, give it a shot. It's good stuff. Uh, so, questions and concerns for the Blues this uh, season? Um, I, I'm sure we all have uh, maybe maybe a major one or two, and probably some minor ones or two, like all teams do. Um, if you're going to nitpick, <clears throat> but the uh, the only real concern for me, and I'll start this off, um, and I think uh, that we've talked about this a little bit before, and you guys may agree. Uh, is uh, is in uh, in net. I'll be watching uh, our, our net close because you know Bennington. Everyone's well aware of his uh, eh, average play last season and his uh, uh, his poor bubble performance uh, last year. So and uh, with Huso backing him up, there's <clears throat> and as as good as he's played and as high as the team is on him, he's still a rookie. So uh, you'd rather not rely on him to come in and and uh, carry the load for a while while Bennington uh, gets his act together. Um, so hopefully that uh, uh, it's not that's not the case. But so if you want to nitpick about uh, some other things, uh, but but well, well, as far as goaltending goes, guys, are you cool with the goaltending? Are you concerned? Miley concerned? Major concerned? What are your thoughts on that, Bill? Go ahead, Bill. Um, I, I think it was the right decision, um, you know, to to move on from from Jake Allen. Um, you know, it, it, the salary it was great. I you know they were a great tandem, and Jake had a great bubble. Um, but you can't pay you know two goalies you know north of four million each. Um, and, and so thinking about the long term, uh, sticking with Bennington. Um, and and not really spending money to bring in a season backup, um, I think it was the right move. Uh, is it a little bit risky? Yeah, but the last time we uh, you know we went a little bit risky in goal was when we brought Bennington up and he he led us to the cup. So um, I'm all about that. Give him his give him his true shot. Um, you know I think this is a contract year for him. It's a little bit make or break. Um, so you know. Give it to him. Let him see if he can run with it. Um, you know, if not, see what Huso can do. And uh, if this, you know, if they're not working out, uh, you know, see what's available at the trade deadline. Hey, I've got some breaking news, folks, uh, for anyone watching live. 
uh, Mike Hoffman is not eligible to play tonight. This just came through the wire. Apparently, his work visa was not approved yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he is not eligible. So he will not be in the lineup. I'm guessing they'll probably replace him with Sammy Blay on the second line. Yeah. Uh, so we will see. Huh. But, uh, yeah, sucks. interesting stuff. Yeah, it does suck. That really sucks. <laughs> uh, but either way, still uh, still a solid lineup. Still a good uh, good team to put up against Colorado. Uh, Blail had some, some physicality to the lineup that uh, – Hoffman probably doesn't provide as much. But in terms of goaltending, I agree. Um, I'm still 100% a believer in Biddington. Um, I know he had his rough stretch in the in the bubble, but I feel like he – and people saying that he was bad last season, that's just not true. Maybe he wasn't spectacular. Maybe he wasn't the lights-out goalie we saw in 2019. Well, guess what? How often are you going to really see that? Uh, we we all said after the, he won the cup, we're going to see a downplay from Bennington. Like, no matter what, he's not going to be able to keep up that type of prolific play he had uh, to win the cup. So I think he was good enough last year for a good team to win the cup. Um, I think he potentially is still a top 10 goalie in the NHL. We'll see how he does this season. Um, but I think he's definitely upper echelon. I'd put him of 31 teams. I'd put him in the top 15 at least. Uh, but again, I think he could be top 10 depending on how he plays this year. So I, I'm fine with it. I'm excited to see how these two roll. And I think, again, as I said before our commercial break, uh, Billy Husso, I think is a guy who is very motivated. Again, you think about the gear that Bennington took over that could have been Husso. Um, and I think in the back of his mind, that's what he's told himself, is that um, had he not been injured, he would have been the one called up. He would have been the one getting the starts. And and again, I'm not saying he would have won the Blues the Cup, but you think about it and you think, this guy's motivated to show the Blues what he can do in a regular season role playing for the Blues in the NHL. Considering no other goalie uh, in history has really, really did what Bennington came in and did in 2019, uh, I can't imagine that who so honestly thinks that he would have come in and done the same thing as Bennington. Uh, but uh, maybe he thinks that he could have been, you know, the guy still to be backstop this team to a cup. But uh, I don't, I can't imagine he would think that he was, he would be, have done the same thing, but I guess you never know. Maybe he's a cocky goalie. Uh, if you want to nitpick for me, there are some other things, you know, Falk and his, and his uh, performance last year needs to be better. Uh, I think he will be. I think most people do. Um, he was better in the bubble, so he's coming off of that. Uh, will there be chemistry issues with Hoffman? Uh, I don't, you know, who knows? I mean, anytime you got a new player coming into an organization, uh, there could be chemistry issues. They might not play as well. Look at Falk last year. Um, new system, uh, so we'll see. Um, same thing with Petrangelo in Vegas, too. There could be chemistry issues there. It could be a, 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 a an issue where he's not uh, – adjusting to the system as well as uh or as quickly as 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 they would like so that's it's 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 so funny because some some teams people say that about players coming in oh my gosh well we gotta wait and see to see how they work with other players make sure it fits in but it seems like vegas is getting a free pass on everything uh to be honest the they're uh, the, the players that left so they could afford Petrangelo, um, that doesn't seem to be a big deal um, because they signed Petrangelo um, and because they have solid goaltending, um, uh, deep goaltending. Uh, they're back, you know, uh, with a flurry and uh, uh, Grubauer. Um, gosh, I, I that, Leonard. I'm, I'm sorry, Leonard. Uh, Leonard. Yeah, sorry, Leonard uh, Grubauer was tonight with uh, Colorado. 
So uh, deep goaltending, yeah. Uh, Gabatangelo, great player, but uh, yeah, everyone's picking them to uh, to finish second behind Colorado, and I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the players that they had to get rid of. Um, you know, they they uh, they jettisoned um, Nate Schmidt. Uh, he's now in Vancouver. Uh, Paul Stasny back to Winnipeg. Um, you know, and, and there was rumor, you know, that Patretti could have be on his way out too, but I don't think that's happening. Um, also, you know, uh, Derek England, you know, I, I don't, maybe he wasn't there last year, but he, he, he just retired. Um, he was kind of their, their heart and soul guy, never officially a captain. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do think you're right that, you know, everybody, you know, they've, they've kind of been the, the, the league's darlings since they came in and made the Stanley cup their, their first year. Um, and you know, maybe it's painful for us as blues fans who waited 50 years for a Stanley cup, uh, to, to see a team come in and, and be dominant. I mean, not that the blues weren't when Stanley cup finals first, you know, first three years in the very unbalanced league. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to, to when we get to play Vegas and I, I want to see mm-hmm. how the blues approach, you know, Alex Petrangelo as an opponent, you know, I, I think out of any team in the league, uh, we have some good Intel on, uh, on when to uh, take advantage of, uh, his, uh, you know, his tendencies and i think we are very well aware of those tendencies so i'm excited to get to play them eight times um i think it's it's gonna wind up being a really good rivalry um but yeah i you know the that you know colorado being such a heavy favorite i really think it has got to be a lot closer between the blues and vegas yeah i i think so i uh and and that's uh it's an exciting thing because it's really a toss-up for the top three, I mean, granted, I mean, Colorado is the the darlings of NHL. Everyone's picking them to win the cup. Everyone's picking them to win the division, obviously. Um, and uh, almost everyone's picking the Golden Knights to finish second. Um, uh, the Athletic had a uh, uh, their predictions out, uh, in, uh, like 41 of their uh, uh, writers and, and staff, they, they picked division winners. And in the West... Uh, 30 of the 41 picked the Avalanche. 10 others picked the Knights. One person picked the Blues. And uh, that's so got to be picked... Rutherford. <laughs> and they so and they and the and the Blues so and everyone almost everyone's picking the Blues to finish third behind any any uh, site you go to that has uh, uh, predictions uh, for divisions. Everyone's picking the Blues to finish third, just about. Um, and it's not even close. It's always Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis in that order. And I don't. I mean. Yeah, sure, it could happen that way, but I don't, I don't see the dominance that the Vegas Knights have over the Blues. I, I, I mean, I don't see it. I still question, and I, I mean, again, I could be completely wrong here, but I still question: um, Are they better than last year? I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you think about, I mean, Nate Schmidt was a hell of a defenseman for them, and I'm not saying Petrangelo is not an upgrade because he is. But again, talking about chemistry in a shortened season and losing your number two center with Paul Stastny coming out and not really replacing him. And again, Bill mentioned Pacioretty possibly on the move. You're talking about making some pretty big shifts here. Plus, they've got, I still go back to the coaching change they made last year. I think that was the wrong move. Granted, they went to the the Western final, but 
I question, are they really better than they were? And I think, you know, they're still going to be good. I think they're a playoff team for sure. But, yeah, having them and, – and, again, it would not surprise me one bit. Avalanche, Golden Knights, Blues, that's how it finished. It would not surprise me. Sure. I picked the Blues to finish ahead of the Golden Knights. But either way, I think you could flip-flop it. But, but again, to, to look at the vote totals, Avalanche 30, Knights 10, Blues 1. Yeah, I know. Come on, really? Like I, I don't. I think it's a lot closer than than what the athletics doing. Right in in the the number in the athletic article that shocked me was the Blues made the list of most disappointing teams. What are you yeah. talking about? M- most disappointing teams? Well, we didn't we didn't keep Petrangelo. Oh, we signed Tory Krug. Um, we didn't upgrade our offense. No, we replaced Alexander Steen in you know the shell of himself. You know, all due respect, Alexander, but we replaced him with Mike Hoffman. How is that not exciting? Like, how do how do you say that that's disappointing? Yeah, and Tarasenko is coming back uh, February March, right? So, um, and hopefully he's healthy because the the when he came back last time, uh, the surgery did not take. Uh, they didn't say anything, but they knew it. They 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 worked with him to see if it would get any better after he uh, started to play in practice. Um, it didn't. So uh, this is, this time they're saying it did take. So um, he should be substantially better than he when he came back last year. And let me be the first to say that's going to be just like making a trade. <laughs> Damn Buff, Damn Buff already said that in, on Twitter. <laughs> but today to uh, me, and I was like, just stop. Don't do that. <laughs> God damn it, Bill. Damn it. Um, we got a we got a lot of comments I want to get to real quick here. Uh Bob Rakowski still wonder which blues players had Rona type systems symptoms last season. I think I think you'll be able to tell. Honestly, I think seeing the way they come out of the gate versus how they came out of the gate in the bubble, I think you'll be able to kind of get an idea. I mean, I'll admit, I after I had the Rona, I uh, I, I started running right away, right after I, I knew I was uh, uh, symptom-free, and my time was awful. And, and it was, yeah, granted, for two weeks I sat on my ass and didn't move, but it took a while for me to really get back to where I used to be. It took about a month, so... Um, I imagine it's it's you know probably compounded for for people who are in great shape, uh, which I am not. Uh, Patrick Day, Blues are projected for second, third in the West. The Blues go third. He says twenty five to thirty wins. Does that get Bennington an extension? And uh, there's a lot of comments involving that. Andrew Tykeson says as long as Binner is approximately uh, nine twelve plus in save percentage, probably. Uh, but we don't need him to be elite, just decent and consistent. Andrew, 100% agree with you. Um, I think if if his numbers are decent, that that's an extension worthy. There's a lot of numbers being thrown out in the chat right now. But, uh, guys, I, I think, um, obviously, Corona is going to uh, play into this. I think it, it depends on, you know, are we going to have fans in the stands by the end of the season? Are we going to see, um, you know, obviously the cap number is going to stay the same, but NHL is projected to lose a billion. If fans start coming back into the stands, that number is going to dwindle. Teams are going to start getting more money back, and uh, it's going to that's going to play a big factor into contracts for next season. So we'll see. I think I think I think his save percent uh, his uh, save percentage needs to be better than nine twelve. I'd I'd like it to be like in nine eighteen. 
you know uh that's i mean to me that's because because really your 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 top 10 goalies are going to be above 918 uh i think if you wanted to be a top 10 goalie uh i think you're gonna have to look around that being about you know at least 916 918 something like that uh 912 seems low to me but maybe not 912 to get you to the playoffs and then 920 or better in the playoffs i think that's what it's got to be okay all right yeah i'll agree with that okay uh andrew tykeson also adds uh i don't think the economics allow for big money deals on goalies anymore 100 percent agree with you there he also says uh bill he says remember when tarasenko returns it's like making a trade <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. If he typed that, if he had that in the chat before I said it, I I didn't have the YouTube front and center uh, at the time. So. No, I think you said it first. But we are also on a um, we're also a little ahead of uh, what they see in YouTube. True. I think. True, I think. True. As, I think as far as Vegas goes, I think if they do finish out of the Blues, I think it's going to be uh, mainly because of their goaltending. Um, I think that's what will propel them there. Um, I think uh, in Colorado, we haven't talked a whole lot about them, and we play them uh, here coming up in about, what, 9.35 is probably a puck drop, right? So, um, so uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, so, yeah 10 minutes. So uh, Colorado, I mean, honestly, uh, if, if the Blues have a question mark and goal, so does Colorado. Uh, Grubauer, good goalie, all right? But uh, their backup is a, it has, what, 36 games to his uh, credit or something? Uh, had a great year last year. But uh, how is he going to play this year? Uh, he's he's young. He could go up and down. I mean. And Grubauer's been proven to be injury prone in the past. Yeah. So th- there's that. Uh, I mean, uh, I would say uh, as a whole, the, uh, top to bottom, their goaltending is a, is a shade, a hair above the Blues just because Huso has like no experience. But, uh, but other than that, I mean, that's questionable. I mean, they're not they're not a rock solid uh, top to bottom team. I mean, granted, offensively and defensively, they're very good. Uh, but uh, they have a chink in the armor in, in goal, um, so that, that could be an issue with them, just like it is for the Blues. It could be. So uh, if you're going to question the Blues goaltending, you have to fairly question Colorado's as well. It's the same in the same ballpark. Absolutely. Yeah. Point yeah. I wanted to make earlier. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We're on the same page. Can I just add real quick, because uh, I know we're getting ready to close up here, guys. Uh, Chicago is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Watching this game, oh, my God. I mean, they just they don't even look like a hockey team. This, this is one of the reasons why I wanted the Blues to play in the same division as Chicago, to play them eight times this year, and to whoop them. I mean... I, the way if they play this way all season, they won't win a fucking game. <laughs> they're awful. Yeah, they're they they're, they they uh, four nothing. Is it still four nothing? I'm a little behind. Yeah, it's four nothing. Okay. Yeah, it, it was almost five nothing. Yeah, it was almost five nothing a couple times. But it's not just the goaltending. I mean, the whole team looks slow. They don't. They're not getting any offense. I mean, just a they just look bad. Jeremy Colleton got a got an extension, didn't he? Uh, that if so, that's terrible timing. All right, so guys, uh, we kind of already touched on it, but uh, your predictions for the uh, let's do top three in the West because after the top three, it's kind of a blender. Of uh, we can do top four if you want, but uh, who, so who makes the playoffs? Top four make the playoffs in the West. Um, so you got uh, the favorites for the top three are Colorado, St. Louis, and Vegas, and then uh, so what, what's your Bill? What do you uh, what's your order of, of finishing for those three? Or those top so four. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say um, Colorado, Blues, Vegas, and uh, going to go out on a limb and say Anaheim. 
That's, I'll jump in right now. I'll jump in right now because that's exactly what I have. I have Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas, and the Ducks. Uh, even me. So <laughs> that's funny because the fourth place is a toss-up to me. It could be a number of teams. The toss-up for fourth for me would be, uh, I think San Jose might uh, mm. might be a team that to watch. Uh, but I think Arizona is the one that's going to get fourth. Okay. I went with the Ducks because of goaltending. Uh, I think Gibson, uh, I just, you know, they have maybe the best goaltending after the top three. So uh, uh, that's the why I went Anaheim. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, uh, again, I said it earlier, but I'm going to go with Colorado one, Blues second, uh, Vegas three. And then again, I'll, you know what, I'll, I'll go, I'm going to throw a bone to our friends over at Teal Town. I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say San Jose takes the fourth. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I I, I would, uh, I'd love it. Yeah. You know, you look at it in a shortened season. They've still got guys that they got a great roster. If you look at like guys that were in the Western Conference Final just two years ago, so I they could surprise. We'll see. Right with. With arguably stouter goaltending with Devin Dubedick coming in, um, and you're not having to rely on Marty Jones. Right. Uh, well, this was a good uh, pregame show, and I think we've finished on time for, like, the first time in forever. <laughs> it's like 9.30. Yeah. I will add real quick, for those of you who have not been watching the Blackhawks and Lightning, uh, Malcolm Subban just made possibly one of the saves of the year already. Uh, in a four nothing game. What's well, five nothing now? That was ridiculous. It's five nothing. What's well, five nothing now? <laughs> yes, but he made an insane stick save about five minutes ago, and it was phenomenal. Uh, Brandy Capone in the YouTube chat says uh, Tampa Bay scored again. LOL. That's a, a broken record for. Uh... <laughs> she, she said, "You know what? I'm going to give Brandy. You're going to get my comment of the night. Uh, Chicago is on the ice, and that's about it. <laughs> 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 they are physically there. Yep." Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's blow the waist grooming products. Get 20% off from free shipping at manscaped.com with code LGB. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. And by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com and talk to Dustin today. Uh, that will wrap up episode 18 of season 9 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the live show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Enjoy the game tonight. Let's go Blues for Jeff Ponder and Bill Day. I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone. Take it, boys. Let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.